while ago I did a video series called The Moral of the Story based on a popular blog post I did a few years back. In it, I put the princesses in stages. Stage one was Cinderella, Snow White, and Sleeping Beauty, and they are all basically characterized as princesses who were helpless victims of their circumstances and they had to be rescued. Stage two included Ariel, Belle, and Jasmine, and they were all princesses who had their own dreams and goals, but they quickly gave up on those when they found a cute boy. Now, I did get a lot of backlash about lumping Belle in there, as many viewers commented that she was independent and adventurous, but seriously, let's take a closer look at how the movie plays out. And I am going at this looking at the animated movie from the 90s. The live action movie is great, it's beautiful, but it's also a remake, which means it doesn't just go and erase the issues with the original movie. First, we have Belle the Snob, who goes around loudly and proudly singing that she's above everyone else in town and she wants better. Okay, I know what you're thinking. What's wrong with wanting more out of your life and being adventurous? Nothing, that's actually great. But the problem is what the writers and directors did with Belle after establishing that mindset. Does Belle pack her bags and join her father at the invention convention? Nope. Her plan is to stay at home. Why? She wants adventure. She dislikes her living situation. Why in the world doesn't she jump in the cart and go explore this new city with her father? Oh, well, because the plot needed Maurice to be a bumbling idiot who believes that this path looks like a good idea. Without that, the writers would have to work extra hard to think of a reason to deliver Belle to the Beast. The way the movie sets it up, though, Belle gets to be a victim and a self-sacrificing hero instead. And in a lot of ways, I'm okay with that. It gives us a reason to like Belle, aside from her being the pretty girl on screen. But what I'm not okay with is the ending. Where Belle, who wanted adventure in the great wide somewhere, is our right to settle in and be a princess just because she fell for a prince in a few short days. No, really, add up the time. She's in the castle for less than a week before she's sent home to help her father. That's really not a long enough relationship to halt your dreams over. Yet, for all intents and purposes, Belle is going to marry the now attractive prince and live happily ever after as a baby factory for tiny royals. For a young woman who was supposed to be so progressive and ahead of her era, that's really not a satisfying ending. What I would have preferred instead is an ending where Belle and the human form of the beast were packing up clothes, loading carriages, and plotting courses on maps of places to explore. I mean, seriously, the beast just became a human again, and he's been trapped in that castle ashamed of his looks for a decade, and he's just content to spend around the ballroom and play happily ever after too? Get out! Stretch your legs! Shake off that cabin fever! Then decide if you really even like Belle. And for Belle, you know, go meet a few other people, have some more expansive adventures, and then make an informed decision as to whether you love the beast or if you were just swept up in the moment where a man you cared about was dying in front of you. The, hey, we met last week and now we're getting married, is a really good way to end up miserable for the rest of your life. Give yourself a chance to get sick of someone before you let potentially fleeting emotions cloud your judgment. Have adventures together and separately and be a healthy relationship instead of an infatuated couple who barely knows each other. 
Minor spoiler for the live action movie here, but even though that film shows that they have a magical book that could take them anywhere, the movie still ends on the big ballroom dance and not even a little chatter about traveling the world. I mean, even if the Enchantress took back the book when she broke the spell, a prince should still have the means and desire to travel after being cooped up for so long. Now, to head off those who will ask why I'm being so hard on Belle, it's because she's not just any old girl. She is a princess in a massively successful Disney franchise that was designed to inspire and be a role model for millions of little girls around the world. Please remember that Belle is a character, not a real person, and she does not make her own choices. There is a room full of writers, directors, and other creatives deciding every word she says, every action she takes, and everything she represents. And that should have been taken much more seriously. I grew up with Beauty and the Beast. It was the first VHS tape I'd ever owned. I love this movie. But the message of too many Disney princess movies say that being an ornamental trophy wife is what happily ever after means. And I've seen firsthand that concept screw up more than one of my friends as adults. There are people who really believe they can't be happy without their prince charming. And you know what, ladies? We are enough by ourselves. And we should never look for relationships that complete us. Because we're not broken, we're not half of a person, what we should do is seek out relationships that complement our lives and our dreams and our goals. And that would be the perfect Disney princess in my opinion. Thanks for watching and I hope you enjoyed enough to like, subscribe, and share this video. I've also got a lot of other videos on my channel that you are fully encouraged to go check out. Plus, you can find me on Facebook at Say Halo Goodbye, which is my gamer tag, or Twitter at the underscore family.